Now back to On the Block with Stricken Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back. 93.7 The Ticket on the Block, Austin Orman, East Strick, and now joining us, Bernard Day, legendary forward for the Huskers at one point in time. BDZ, man. Um, we had some stuff that just recently happened. I want to get your perspective on it. I'm, I mean, we we come from a generation that um, you 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 prepare and you lie in wait, and you get better. You compete, and once the time you you know the opportunity opens up for you, you step in and shine and do the best that you can. Um, Nebraska's brought in a couple couple of four, but but they needed help in this area. So. This isn't just like I don't think it was a replacement theory, but I I, I think you know you're bringing in uh, Alec and you're bringing in Mask, and you've got a couple forward, you know, forward position guys, guys that are in the front court, you know, to help out with the depth. You you were really hurting at the depth issue uh, in your front court, so you really were trying to you know build that up a little bit. But Wilhelm Breidenbacher jumps into the transfer portal now, and and he's out of here. Um, if Derek Walker leaves, you're the guy behind. How are you looking at that situation as a as a as a as a underclassman with years still left on your uh, your resume for the university? Well, the biggest thing at the Strick is this the NIL thing, mm. and you know, and this it, is taking a lot away because a lot of guys don't want to wait their turn; they just want to jump in and play. And like you said, back in the day. It's like when we when we went out, we knew we were going to take somebody's spot, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like if you don't take and put forth the effort to say, hey, no, nah, you're not taking my spot, then, you know, your spot going to get taken. And, you know, with guys just jumping into this transfer portal, like, you know, there's, there's, it becomes a money thing to tell you the truth. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I did. There, there's some there's some things that have come out. Austin had shared with me was saying. Uh, that the University of Nebraska found himself as was it what was it number two in the transfer board? Yeah, right now they're ranked as the number two team according to on three uh, number three now I suppose with an update. Wake Forest got uh, Efton Reed who transferred from Gonzaga today, so it bumps Nebraska down one spot. But still, the number three transfer class coming in is a good thing. The pieces that you lose, you know, outside of Brian Buck didn't play a whole lot of a role for Nebraska last year. But it worries me that we go back to where we were at the start, right? Are the guys they're bringing in coming in with a purpose, right? Because regardless of whether you're recruiting in the portal or from high school, you got to have the guys that fit the program Mm -hmm. that want to be there. So I don't care how you get them in, get them in, but don't just grab back. Oh, I want you. Oh, you look good. You had five stars. Come here. That fit has to be the most important thing, doesn't it? Well, you know, it's like, with that, when you're bringing in those guys, it's I look at the talent, and then you know, for me, the four star, five star, you have some that are great. Don't get me wrong, but it's like for me, I didn't care about the star thing because I came in as a player who was hungry. So I went out and I took a spot. You know, is nothing's going to be given to me. Yeah, and so if you want it, you got to go get it. And, you know, a lot of these guys just go in and think 
everything is going to be given to them. And this is where the problem comes in at, because now if they sit on a bench and don't get enough playing time, all of a sudden they get frustrated, you know, and they start running their mouth here and there. And then before you know it, it's like, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. then guys are not going to want to be around you because that negative attitude just kind of rubs off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, what are you doing for this team anyway? And, you know, I mean, for me, it's like, it's just frustrating. I've got a question about you being a parent and, 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 and you've been watching high school basketball and both on, on, on both levels. Now men, women, you've been around for a while now. Um, What's your observe your observation of parents these days? Um, I mean, we're seeing <laughs> we're seeing more things uh, with the way that parents are dealing with coaches now uh, at a different level. You see a lot of things of the way that they're dealing with referees. Now, listen, granted, there's probably some bad ones on, on some days and they're probably overworked and, and <laughs> some things like that. I've been there. Um, and and it, it, it to me. What is your what is your thought about that? What is what has been the change in in the reason for why parents now are like really aggressive and you know over overzealous and, and what what do you think breeds that? I I don't know what breeds it. I don't know if it's just looking at your kid and wanting your kid to be the best, mm -hmm. or you know don't want your kid to be taken advantage of. But you know it was like some point in times I coached, I refed. I played the game and it's like you sit back and you sometimes you watch plays and it's like, OK, why are you going to call it this way on this end and don't call it this way on that end? And then all of a sudden you get frustrated, you know, and it's like call it both ways. And you'll hear that from people from time to time. But to take and just all of a sudden. Just like break down and just start going off on people. I mean, I that one I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Do you think do you think that money in the um, in the AAU space has has kind of changed the way things are? Do you think that kids are getting developed uh, the way that we used to really get, you know, develop ourselves in, in, in the past? Um, and, and do you think maybe this a lot of parents now are chasing either the dreams through their kids or the NIL now is making it like, I got to get my son to here, you know, cause yeah. Cause NIL can change the lives of some families yes, now yes, as opposed to getting to the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely can. And you know, and this sit back and watching parents, you know, they want the best for the kids, like I said, but it's like, why are you pushing them so hard? You know, is if, cause if you pushing them hard and they don't want it, it's not going to do you yeah, any good. Yeah, push them away. Yeah, because now and all of a sudden, it's like, why am I doing this? I really don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, this, and the frustration part for me as far as a parent is, you know, you sit back and you watch your team go through AAU programs and you just throw a ball out there and say, okay, let's yeah. And, you know, and it's crazy. It's the yeah. craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and, you know. And you, you Kobe Bryant said that. Yeah. Kobe Bryant said, you know, I freaking hate AAU ball. Because you're just basically tossing it up, and and this is why the European, you know, uh, players are becoming better than, than this is why you can actually see this manifest in the Houston Rockets mm -hmm. compared to other NBA teams because of, that's what they're playing. They're out there playing AAU ball and they're getting their hand their mm -hmm. ass handed to them. Yeah, yeah, and I'm. <laughs> you say that it's like uh, 
at some point, when you teaching a guy the game, all the dribbling, the fancy moves, it'll get you some places. But my biggest thing is, let's start from scratch. Mm. You know, you work what you work your way from scratch, teaching the kid the fundamentals of the game, and then all that other stuff will work its way into it. But when you just start right off to teaching them the game as far as an advanced level and they haven't learned anything from the fundamental level, it doesn't do them any good because now mm-hmm. you just see athletes. Right. People just run up and down the floor. And, you know, and it's, I, for me, if I start to work with a kid, my biggest thing is, OK, we're going to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you how to pivot. We did this stuff at Nebraska every practice. We go out, we do pivots. We do two foot jump stops Mm -hmm. and you know, and there's something that just Mm -hmm. embedded in our head. So now when you go out and play, those things just become natural. When you're trying to teach a kid something, you teach them this one day, all of a sudden they're not going to remember that. Right. Unless you go over it constantly with them. And you know, and this, like you said, the AAU thing, man, it's, yeah, it's a money thing. Here's what's crazy. And I'm going to let you, you jump, but I'm going to throw this to you too. Um, I've noticed that a lot of, YouTube mixtape type of players, your seventh woods and all these, a lot of these cats tell me who had these crazy super mixtapes. Where are they today? Don maker. Haven't heard of him. <laughs> the, the only one with a good mixtape I can think of is Mac McClung, you know, who won the dunk competition. And even he's fighting for a roster spot. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like, you can become a YouTube sensation. And what I found is you you can cut up anything to make your game look oh, effective yeah. and efficient. You can make yourself shine bright, but does that mean that you're really him? Do you mean you're really that type of player? Because I'm, I'm, I look around and a lot of the YouTube sensation type of Julian, uh, you know, Woods or whatever his name, Julian, he <laughs> doing all this dribble stuff and, you ain't going nowhere. I they, they say that kids are more skilled these days. And here's why. Here's my, my pushback to that. I say it's crazy because it never would have taken us five, six dribbles to get to. If I wanted to get to a specific spot, I'm too to a counter, maybe with strong body, you know, something I'm getting to that spot and it's only going to take me two dribbles to do it. Yes. Yes. I definitely understand that because when I played, it shouldn't take you six, seven dribbles to get to mm. one spot. No, no, because if, if I wanted to get to the rim, it was going to take me one, two, or three dribbles. And that depends yeah. on where I am on the floor. And that's that's another part of it, catching the ball where you want to catch it as opposed to further out. So yeah. forth. And then all right. of a sudden you got to start doing all these dribbling moves. Yes. And, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, man, that looks good. Wow, he just broke his ankles. And it's like. Well, that's a lot of dribbling and everybody else is standing around watching. So, you know, it's like what happened to the team team game. Mm-hmm. Go back to the AU thing. Our summer, the summer league that we played in, they took and picked five guys off of one team. And then it was like three of us off another team. We never played together. Mm-hmm. We ended up going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And we playing in Vegas against teams from all over the country. Right. We ended up playing New York, had Pearl Washington at the time. So, man, we in there, we in the battle. We ended up beating them. Mm-hmm. They got ticked off. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, we get back to the hotel. They caused a lot of commotion that they gave us a curfew. 
And so then the next night we ended up having to play uh, the host team Vegas and we ended up beating them. And so we ended up winning the national championship with eight guys who never played, never together. played together. But the biggest thing is we dropped out egos mm-hmm. and we knew what mm-hmm. each other did. And we played to this into our strengths. That, that, that's it. Is AAU, is it selfish? Is it lazy? Or is it just a bunch of people that just don't know? Guys that, you know, played basketball, you know, through middle school, through high school, want to run a team, don't know exactly what to do. Because I, I, I hate calling, you know, kids selfish and lazy if they just haven't known better, if they have a coach that's in it for the wrong reasons. Like maybe these kids want to learn, but at some point it's also on the athlete to say, this isn't about me. This is about us. I got to take a step back since this isn't working. As far as that, it starts with the coach and whoever you get as that coach, you know, it's like you have to take and see what kind of players you have. Once you start to see what kind of players you have, Mm -hmm. then you got to go to strength and weaknesses. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we got to come as a collective unit if we want to do something instead of everybody being individuals going out here and say, okay, we got to showcase what we can do. That's the sad part, but we got to let B go. But that's the sad part, B, because here's the thing. You can't coach kids the way we've been coached. It's a coddle mentality, because if you really coach them and tell them about themselves and tell the parents really, you know, what was real, they leave. Mm -hmm. This is why you've got transfer portal the way that you have transfer portal, because if you coach them the way that, you coach them winning style without coddling and you don't pander to them. They bounce. So what coaches end up doing is they end up selectively, you know, dumbing down their style and the way that they coach in order to try to keep the talent. But, uh, but, but my motto is in, in like most, my motto is talent can only take you. But so far, and then at some point, those who are more skilled will catch up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I.e. Austin River, uh, Austin um, uh, Reeves. Orman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, because he was overlooked. He was bagging groceries and doing whatever, you know, all that stuff. And now all of a sudden he's he's helping to lead a team. But he's you, you get overlooked. But your skills can mm-hmm. ultimately uh, put you in a place that your talent uh, can't keep you. So. Yeah, yeah, you got to have the mindset too. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Thanks, B Day, for joining us on the block. Uh, we're gonna uh, go and get into a crossover uh, right after this. Um, a fundamental crossover. Yeah, fundamental B-Day. crossover without all the dribbling. But we'll be right back uh, right after this. Ninety-three-seven. The ticket.